Hey everyone, this is Adam Barfoot, and I'd like to welcome you back to Counseling and Functional Fitness for Episode 2. In this episode, I will be answering the question, what is counseling? Alright everyone, so I'd like to start today's episode with a disclaimer, so... Um, I want you all to know that during this podcast, I'm speaking for myself and my own views, and I'm not speaking for any counseling organization or any of my employers. So yes, I wanted to start out with that just to make that clear. Um, Today, I'll be providing a few definitions of counseling. And so when I talk about counseling on this podcast, I'm talking about professional counseling. So that is what I will talk about, and then I'll give some views that I hold about counseling. So I wanted to start out with the American Counseling Association's definition of professional counseling, and this is from their website. Here it is. Counseling is a collaborative effort between the counselor and client. Professional counselors help clients identify goals and potential solutions to problems which cause emotional emotional turmoil, seek to improve communication and coping skills, strengthen self-esteem, and promote behavior change and optimal mental health. And then we have the American Counseling Association's definition of individual counseling as opposed to other forms of counseling such as couples counseling and group counseling. So their, in their definition, individual counseling is a personal opportunity to receive support and experience growth during challenging times in life. Individual counseling can help one deal with many personal topics in life, such as anger, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, marriage and relationship challenges, parenting problems, school difficulties, and career changes, among many other things. And now I'd like to give you all a few things I want to add um, about my personal thoughts on counseling so you all have a better understanding of just what I think about counseling. So a few different aspects of counseling that come to mind for me are um, counselors do not fix people, but we give people the tools to promote their own healing and we're there to help people process through emotions and also um, difficult times and challenges that they face in their lives. And so a lot of times, um, especially in my work with children and teenagers, um, their parents will say, here, fix my kid. And um, my typical response to that is, well, I don't have a magic wand to fix people. Uh, That would be great if I did, but um, I don't. And also, uh, if there was kind of like a magic wand or a magic pill, we wouldn't get to experience the journey of healing. And the the concept of the journey is something that I expect that I'll talk about a lot in this podcast, especially with guests, um, as I explore with them their own journey, because no one just gets to the mountaintop, but the journey is part of the way. Sometimes we'll we'll look back from a great view from the ground of a mountain and we'll say, ah, I cannot wait to get to the mountaintop and the view from there is going to be so great. But we have to take into account 
that the journey getting there is just as, if not even more, important than the peak or the mountaintop itself. And another thing, we as counselors are deeply trusted people in our clients' lives. And so that's a real, real honor for me uh, just when I think about my job and as I do my job day to day. Um, reflecting on my cases and my clients and the things I say and the things my clients say. It's just like I am taken back uh, sometimes by this is such a special opportunity and such a special such a special thing that I get to do for people is to be a deeply trusted person in my clients and their parents' lives and then um, people bring up in counseling what they might not bring up to any other person in their life. So again, it's just a really deep honor to be able to be a counselor. And also, um, I use the terms therapist and counselor pretty interchangeably. Um, also just like client versus patient, those two terms. People people really debate which uh, which they like to use, which term they like to use, but I had a, um, a professor in undergrad that said, well, it is called mental illness, so we should probably use the term patient, but really the term client just feels much more personal to me. Also, counseling is not just a nine-to-five job. So really, um, being a counselor affects who I am as a person. It's not just something I clock into work and then don't think about work at all outside of work. But and I don't I don't get hung up on my cases or my clients. Um, but it is really it affects who I am as a person. It's not just my job, but like I said, it's part of who I am as a person. Another thing is a little quote that I heard in grad school that is care but don't carry. So clients affect their counselors in very deep ways um, if the counselor is open to letting this happen. And really, it's difficult for me not to be changed and not to uh, face the situations in my life that I want to change when I encounter so many important and impactful changes in my clients' lives and seeing them process through things with me, um, it just makes me think a lot about my life. It definitely, I, I let it make me reflect on my own life a lot. And next, what I wanted to talk about is that as um, as a counselor, I sit with people as they share their pain, struggles, heartache, and heartbreak, whether that's heartbreak from uh, broken expectations or heartbreak from a person in a client's lives who let them down um, or who just they were treated really poorly by that person and heartache with expectations that didn't get lived up to and also longings that clients have in their lives um, and in their heads that they really long for things and then pain and struggles also. Another important thing, um, counselors must sit with their clients without negative reaction because if I as a counselor react in a negative way um, to a story my client shares giving the kind of implicit um, communication that this story is unacceptable, then 
my clients could possibly pick up on that and they may believe that about their own stories also. So rather than empowering my client, that can um, having a negative reaction to a client's very painful story or just their pain um, can affect them very negatively. And another thing, counselors must sit with the in-between of hurting and healing. So like I mentioned, counselors don't have a magic wand that we can heal people with. We sit with our clients as they move through um, through their pain and work through their pain and as they change also. And counseling is a one-way relationship. So oftentimes a a counselor will know so much about a client's life and depending on the counselor's level of self-disclosure, the client may know little about the counselor's life at all and sometimes they don't know really anything about their counselor's life. And so think about when you're talking to a friend and I'll definitely do an episode about listening and active listening and the difference between listening to speak and respond and uh, listening to hear and to feel also. So it's a one-way relationship on purpose. So if we if we think about when we're talking to a friend and they just relate everything back to their own life and we're trying to talk about ourselves and they just keep trying to talk about themselves, it's that's not always helpful, and I'd say that's rarely helpful, but it, it does help people connect, um, but not always in a therapeutic way. So the one-way relationship being that this therapeutic relationship is focused solely on the client. It's not focused on helping the counselor, and it's not the counselor's time to vent and share their story, um, but it's the it's time for the client and focusing on the client. And then another thing is strengths-based counseling. So I really approach counseling from a strengths-based perspective rather than a deficit-based perspective. So it's really we can we can focus on what's going well in the client's life rather than only focusing on the uh, negatives or uh, places, places where the client is not doing so well. So really focusing on strengths help, helps us remember um, those strengths that we do have. And it's really important to keep in mind the positives um, and kind of looking up rather than always looking down or focusing on what's going wrong. Because if we only focus on what's going wrong, it can be really easy to get discouraged and to really lose sight of the beauty in the world and the strengths that we have in um, the beauty in our own lives also. And then we have the core conditions of counseling. And so these are really the base and foundation um, of what what we do as counselors with our clients. So core conditions are empathy, unconditional positive regard, and congruence. So a definition of empathy can be the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. So when I was in graduate school, someone asked our professor 
they asked, how can we relate to and have empathy for someone who we've never been in their same experience or we haven't gone through the same thing that we've gone through, uh, that they've gone through, excuse me. And one of my professors, she said, we can't always connect with the experience because the truth is that no one has experienced every single thing, um, every single life occurrence, life situation and experience that is possible. And she said, we can't always connect with the exact experience, the life situation, life occurrence, whatever it may be, but we can connect with the underlying emotion of our client's experience. And that was really impactful, I think, for, uh, well, definitely for, definitely for me, it was very impactful to hear that and really helped me understand um, kind of how I can show empathy for my clients when I've never been in their exact situation. So looking more at empathy, um, it's really looking out the client's window. Some people refer to it like that. So we have to learn enough about the client and speak with them enough and know enough about them to say, all right, if I was looking out their window, if I um, was looking from their perspective, what would I see? What would I feel? What would I pay attention to? Uh, and that's also really important to what we see and what we feel. So we have to understand our client's world. So this includes gathering information and truly knowing how the client views him or herself and then others and the world around them also. And then we have unconditional positive regard. And unconditional positive regard is keeping our clients, in our view, um, in the best light possible. So regardless of what they do, say you work with a really difficult population, um, regardless of what they do, keeping them in the best positive light. And um, oftentimes it's really important to hold positive views of your client. Um, and this goes back to strengths-based counseling and knowing what their strengths are and focusing on those things. And then lastly, for the core conditions, we have congruence. So I think the the most simple way to explain this is that congruence means who you are inside of session is who you are outside of session for the counselor. So if a counselor is one way in his sessions with clients and a total opposite way um, with their friends or with their family, that's a lack of congruence or otherwise incongruence. So, and clients really can can see through us uh, if we're putting on a front or um, being fake. I mean, in my in my internship in graduate school, my my supervisor said these kids can always see right through if you're putting up a front or saying something that you don't really believe. So those are the core conditions of counseling. Hey everyone, hope you enjoyed the episode. You can follow along with Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. You can contact me by emailing counselingandfunctionalfitness at gmail.com or by messaging Counseling and Functional Fitness on Facebook and Instagram. See you next time.